The following program is produced and furnished in conjunction with Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings, who are entirely responsible for its content. Sorry, guys, you are on your own. This is the Federal Football Report, a weekly wrap-up of all things Burgundy and Gold. The Federal Football Report on Federal News Radio. Here are your hosts, Kevin Stanfield and Claude Jennings. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, talking burgundy and gold. We may not know the players anymore, but we know the colors of the team. <laughs> uh, trade deadline, lots of moves uh, affecting uh, the commanders, lots of moves uh, affecting the commanders. He's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. We'll talk about the Eagles. Um, we'll talk about uh, the Patriots, which is, which is the game coming up. Um, but we've got to talk about some of these trades and the deals uh, that are going down here close to the trade deadline. Uh, Kevin, so when Kevin entered into our virtual studios, his name on the screen is Confused Radio Dude. Kevin, you know what Radio Dude means, but tell me why are you confused? Well, I'm telling you. Oh, by uh, the, the way, thing- what I should do is last show, Kevin was peeling potatoes during the yes, show because yes. he was cooking mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Because apparently everybody on the team is distracted by something. And so we right, might as right, well right. do it. And so I am going to be preparing crab cake sliders. We're preparing to put them in the oven as we do the show right now. So that's so that's, that's the distraction for this week. Okay, you know, Kevin. What's well, interesting? I, first of all, I have to comment on that. I've always wanted to do some type of radio cooking show. I mean, I've I've worked in one of the best uh, food and wine shows in the business on Foodie, oh, Foodie and the and Beast. The Beast. You know, yes, 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 yes. You know. Oh, those, by the way, uh, David I don't Mickey mean to, Nelson, I don't yes. mean to interrupt you, interrupting me, but let me interrupt right, you. Right. So. Okay. Who the lady who's on Foodie and the Beast? Yeah, Nikki Nellis. Nikki Nikki was on a show that I produce called Movable Feast, where Jenna Golden and Tammy Golden, they're DC uh, p- uh, political people who you know writers for people and market. I mean, you know, but right now they do a, they do a food podcast called Movable Feast, where they go to restaurants, they eat and they drink wine and they tell everybody about it. And I love this show. And Nikki was on it and talked about the, you know, Foodie and the Beast. I was like, wait a minute. We know Foodie and the Beast. They're they're friends <laughs> yes, of, of Federal Football Report and Kevin Stanfield and myself. We love Nikki. Very much so. Very much so. That 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 got to be a uh, a staple on on the uh, the Sunday afternoon shift at WFED Radio fifteen hundred, yes. who are kind enough to host us. It's, I always would tell them, you guys have the second best show on the radio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. it's not better than second ours, but show. it's a good show. Yeah, so I've always wanted to do that, just get on there live, like, while we're cooking. I mean, they do it while we're eating, while you're eating. And I've only, I wanted to do it with an athlete, right? Have an athlete, like, preparing a, a recipe, right? We can even do it live. Like, we do video, and he's cooking, right? And, you know, we have him mic'd up, and we interview him as he's cooking. He's giving us a recipe and say, well, what was it like, you know, tackling uh, 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 Barry Sanders or somebody, right? You know, so right, I always wanted right. to do that. and. Hey, so if anybody's listening, if you got the, the the skills and the talent, the equipment, the time, and the money, let me know. We can knock that <laughs> off. So, but and by the way, if you got to yeah. go through the list of priorities, money would be first. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Money with the money. We but, got the time. Back, back, we got the money. Yeah. We got. The- <laughs> <laughs> back to pre-interruption, interruption, interruption. We have some breaking news for you. <laughs> The once heralded four number one draft pick defensive line of the Burgundy and Gold, the Washington Commanders, is no more. Yeah. It is no more because, because as uh, you heard it first right here, because you're listening to us, not listening to anybody else, uh, Montez Sweat was traded to the Chicago Bears for, uh, I believe it's a conditional second round pick. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and people wondered, they said they had to trade Sweat or, or, or Chase Young. They can't pay them both. I don't see why they can't. They're rich people, but people were saying this. But I mean, they, they bought the team for several billion dollars. Right. They can pay these yeah, guys they, both. <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> when, when when billionaires make it rain, they, they literally make it rain. They go put, pay somebody to see the clouds and make it rain. But uh, yeah, and then not soon afterwards, uh, Chase Young, former defensive uh, rookie of the year, um, who, in my opinion, never lived up to the hype. Well, maybe it was because of his injuries or just maybe because no player 
can live up to that much hype. He was traded to the San Francisco 49ers for a third round pick. Ooh, now, for he, a third he, round pick, a third round pick. Now, you know, whose defense was already nasty. Yeah, he had played with one of those boasters, I believe, in Ohio State, right? So, um, yeah. it, it, you know, both of these guys were coming up, uh, uh, you know, for uh, for contracts. Uh, Chase, I know they, they declined his uh, his uh, option the year, which uh, meant that he could have been a free agent after this year. They, they stood a chance of letting him go and mm-hmm. not getting anything back for the second number, you know, second overall pick, right? How they got themselves in that position, I don't know. Uh, but uh, it's 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 a great move for the Bears. It could it's a it's a pretty good move for the 49ers, right? Sure. Because yeah, I mean they don't get any worse for it. They're not losing anything for it. They get Chase Young, and you know you play them opposite of of Bosa, and you know, and the defense is already one of the better defenses. Like, of course, it's a great move. Here's so I just I just text Clyde Jenkins. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. and he, and he's upset that neither that Dallas didn't make a move for neither Chase Young or Montez Sweat. He's upset about that. He thought well, that that would be a great fit in Dallas. That that would have been uh, uh, the ultimate uh, finger in the eye <laughs> from, <laughs> of Ron Rivera, and, and that's one reason I, I uh, uh, labeled my my screen confused radio dude today because we don't really know what's going on because. I, my, in my analysis of this team, being the professional radio dudes that we are, my analysis has always been the talent is fine. They need yeah. to be coached. <laughs> they need Look, to be coached. There's no doubt that on this team, there is talent. There's no doubt that Montez Sweat was a talented dude. There's mm-hmm. no doubt that Chase Young, super talented. Uh, you know, and you said this, Kevin, and I've never thought about this, and this is why we pay you the big bucks, yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. fact that since being here, yeah, tons of talent making things happen. Did either one of them actually get better by being? Did they, you know, better from being here? Uh, what What have we seen regarding coaches? I mean, again, these coaches have literally admitted that they let them line up on whichever side they wanted to line up on, and these right. are young guys. Like, it's not as if they are veteran players who understand the plays book, understand schemes, understand this and that, and say, hey, we, you know, once a play is called, we'll line up here or we'll line up there, and you trust them, like a quarterback calling their own plays. Not just audibles, but kind of calling their own plays in a situation, right? We're not talking about that type of stuff. These guys just did it on their own, and, the, and, and it's almost as if the coaches, when it was reported, were shocked that they were doing it. It's like, well, you <laughs> see where he's lining up, you know where he's supposed to line up. You're shocked, and so I don't know, man. It's 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 a really weird situation, and you know you can't help but to say good for these guys for I don't know going somewhere else. Yeah, I, you know I I always have it's really tough for a professional athlete to come, to play at home. Uh, that you know maybe later in his career as things are winding down if he gets tired of, of living across the, co- the country or something like that yeah I, I can understand that but there's just too many outside influences they don't have we when we say outside influence it doesn't have to be you know you hanging with your boys on the corner like you used to or or going to the, the club and staying out till four five six in the morning it's not like that it could be your cousins that want you to to show you all to their friends and you have right. to go to Aunt, Aunt, right. Aunt Pookie's cookouts and all that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Just little things that keep you from focusing on your job. So I think it was a combination of all the above with Chase. I think that he never had the sufficient coaching to help him capitalize on his physical ability. I think that when his physical ability couldn't get the job done, he was lost. He just didn't know what to do. And, and he, he didn't, didn't have the proper guidance under this regime. Now, Sweat, I think, is a different story. I think I think Sweat played to his potential. I just don't think that he was – how can I put this? You know if uh, if uh, T.J. Watt is held because he has that, that name capital, right, because the broadcast is going to focus on him and the world will see that he's being held and the New York office is going to say, oh, well – if you see somebody holding T.J. Watt, throw a flag, right? 
Sweat hasn't built that up yet because he gets held every play. If he's not held, he's yeah. a, a, a tremendous a- athlete, but he doesn't have that capital build up in the league where they're going, he's going to get that call all the time. And so I, I think that in an environment where these guys can be coached up a little better, it certainly can't be worse. Um, <laughs> I think they're going to, you know, I, I'm, I'm happy for them that they have the opportunity. I'm confused as the, you know, why, if you, if you know what's going on with this team, why blow the team up? If it's not, I've always said this, it's not the groceries, it's the cooks we get, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So if you're gonna, yeah. You're going to yeah. remodel your kitchen. Don't, don't throw out the, 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 the Kobe beef steaks you got in the freezer. <laughs> don't do that. Right. Yeah. 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 You know, I mean, again, uh, we talked about this. The team doesn't lack talent, and that's not the problem. And we've seen it for years and years and years. And here we are. You know, we know what the what the issue is, and we're not fixing um, the issue at all. Um, you know, and, and in a dream scenario, you would assume that maybe there's a situation where they would trade one of those guys. I don't know for an offensive lineman who could help today, uh, yes. for someone who could help protect Sam Howell. I mean, one or the two. But to trade them for draft picks, it just seems like the team is saying, you know what? We're mailing it in for this year. And I, I, and, and I, and I think, I think and, and it could be a good thing or a bad thing. And maybe we'll do this in fake news or not. So I won't spoil it right now. It's just interesting to me, and I don't want you to comment on this, Kevin, that, you know, again, new owner, um, same coach, you know, same, same old stuff as John Allen once, once infamously said, um, but, or is it, is it saying, you know, there's just a lot of stuff we've got to move past and we can't get any better till we get worse, but we'll save that for fake news, um, or not. Now, as we're taping, this is three twenty uh, right now on, uh, 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 Tuesday, Halloween, by the way, scary stuff happening on the Halloween with the team. Um, but, so we don't, we're not sure if the team is done with the trade deadline. Uh, I will say this. I am disappointed that Chase Young and Montez Sweat left without any um, uh, play for an offensive line or someone that can make a move now. Um, as I look at it, it looks like the Vikings traded for Josh Dobbs after Kirk Cousins' injury. And so we'll see how that plays out. You had to do that, um, yeah. 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 They had to do that, you know, and I, I, I really felt bad for Kirk after, you know, oh, that, that although, Achilles. Although it was speculated, highly speculated, that uh, Jacoby Brissett was uh, was a prime candidate to be traded uh, yeah. because of the, the rash of, of injuries around the league right now. I mean, Deshaun mm-hmm. Washington is hurt, Cousins is hurt, and and we, our man Heineke has proven the, the value of the backup quarterback. We'll get back to Heineke. By the way, minute, right? he's he's starting in Atlanta now. I mean, they've been. He is starting. I know he brought him in. Yeah, they yeah. Brought, brought him in in the second half, and he did well. So he is the starter, which I, I have a good friend, Quentin, that lives in Atlanta. And I told him when they picked up Heineke, I said, man, watch this dude. He's, a, you know, he's a, he's spirited. And he he. You know, he doesn't have all the, the physical tools that they keep harping about, but he's got that something. And mm-hmm. and he's a great teammate. <laughs> and I said, what more can you have if, if you got a quarterback that's a great teammate? You just naturally gravitate. You play harder for him, right? You know? Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think they got something. And you look at, and you know, with Drake London, with the guy Pitt, with uh, Bijan Robinson, yeah. That might be something you might want to look at these Falcons. They might they might make some noise coming up, yeah. right? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and you know, and so um especially, you know, when you when when you look at um, you know, trading away uh, uh the backup quarterback, you know, uh here, you know, I think of the fact that, well, Sam Howe has proven that he's tough because he's been taking a ton of hits and he gets back up and keeps playing. He's young, he's tough, he's not gonna right. get, get hurt. <laughs> Why would you keep Jacoby Brissett? Uh, no need for him. Just get anybody else to back him up. He's not going to need it. He's been getting hit <laughs> most of his, right. most of his playing time and career here so far <laughs> this year. You don't need a backup that knows how to do anything because they seem to. It just seems like they're mailing it in. But we'll we'll talk yeah. about that a little bit with yeah, um, yeah. fake news or not. So, how disappointed are you right now on a scale of one to ten? Because for me, it's a ten that sweats out, young is out, and the offensive line has not been addressed at all. For either one of these players, like I, I, I just don't think that you, I don't, I find it hard to believe that both of these players were on the market, and the best you could get was some draft picks, not any one that could help you now. Well, uh, 
that's one of the other reasons I'm a confused radio dude because I don't know what the plan is here. If is is Ron Rivera in fact a lame duck? You know, he had complete control for a while and he made or did not make decisions that, that suited him, that fit him. Maybe this is the sign of a clean break. Uh I, I can't see then again, I can see if you're just giving up, like he seemed to just resolve, be resolved to the fact that, that, okay, well, we can't do this. We only got, we only got 10 games left. <laughs> we, <laughs> we can't, we can't do it. We're going to, as a matter of fact, his statement was, we're going to wait to see the outcome of the Philly game to see how active we are before the trade get that line. Right. You mm-hmm. know, like, mm-hmm. gosh, what you're saying right now, I mean, <laughs> you know, if you do if you do a business with somebody, you you don't tell them, okay, if we lose, we're gonna be in the market to sell. Why you? Why would you do that? Why, what yeah, does that do yeah. to your negotiating yeah. capital, right? You know. Mm-hmm. So he was just not up to this job. He, he was just not up to it. So I'm I'm I've been disappointed for the past few years. Uh, disappointed. So my disappointment has not increased any. I'm just surprised that they're handling it the way they handled it because. They weren't that far off. <laughs> they weren't that no, far off. No, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. They weren't that far off. So let's um let's talk a little bit about the Eagles game. Second straight Eagles game in a row where the commanders played the Eagles tight, didn't go into overtime, but it was close late, couldn't pull it out. Um, what is it that you see in this team uh that number one puts them in close games against teams like the Eagles? Could just be divisional stuff, right? Um, but can't pull it out. Well, I, I think that number one, we're looking at the Eagles. And like we said during the last game, uh, last Eagles game, Eric Bieniemy devised a game plan that won them the Super Bowl against the Eagles, right? Mm-hmm. The Eagles were, you know, Jalen Hurts was having a game of his life. And so they said, well, the only way we're going to be able to do this is to outscore these dudes, right? And, and he put together that game plan. And the Eagles have a new uh, defensive coordinator. So you figure that he's at least – he can't be as good as the last guy. <laughs> you know? And he beat the last guy, right? So he's got Eric Bieniemy has the Eagles number. The the problem in this game, the reason they lost this game is simple. They let the Eagles put up thirty eight points. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, that's and they didn't score I was over thirty eight. Yeah. Simple. Right. Right. I was talking to you before we got on the air. Like I spent a lot more time on Twitter at Stanfield Kevin than I have uh, in the past this week uh, because of a bunch of different things and overwhelmingly. The people who Twitter puts me in contact with are talking about Sam Howell. Wow, Sam had a great game. Wow, Sam had a great game. And I'm, I'm quick to interrupt these conversations. Excuse me, did you notice that the Eagles put up 38 points against us, right? <laughs> Sam Howell ain't got nothing to do with it unless he starts playing defense. That's right. right. You yeah. know, we yeah. don't care. Yeah. We don't care. I, I, <laughs> I set up for two for 27 for 119 yards and a pick and a win. <laughs> correct. Correct. No, correct. Correct. Like, oh, like yeah. what what are people judging? Like, okay, he had a great game. Yeah, but the team lost. You know, I yes. I, I don't yes. I don't understand the logic behind that. Now, wait a minute. Going back to the trade, wasn't it Montez Sweat and Chase Young who were deciding which end they were gonna play? Isn't isn't yes. The, yeah. yes. Yes. So yes. Th- two seasons after that was revealed, we decided to trade both of them. <laughs> yes. Yes. And right, and it, it didn't seem a little drastic though. I mean, if it, it seems like, and always it was, well, the players aren't doing what they were told. The players are out of position. They're not doing their job. And it seems like instead of trading them, maybe you play the guy behind them a little bit to see if they will like do what you tell them to do. (laughs) Well, that's another great point because behind, behind Chase Young and Montez Sweat, I haven't seen the guys behind them much. What in the world is happening at defensive end on either side now? I'm thinking that maybe if Smith, Smith Williams is, is healthy, He'll play and maybe Ridgeway and Ridgeway shows uh, uh, flashes. We don't know what he's like on a sustained basis, but y- you know, we just we just don't know. We know that they can't be as good as these two guys that were <laughs> in front of them. But but you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe you, you can't tell what the depth chart is on this team because anybody can be in it. Any particular, I mean, Jameson Crowder caught a touchdown pass. 
He's only been on the team two or three weeks. You right. Know? <laughs> right. Well, where's Deami Brown? What happened to Deami Brown? Where's yeah. Where's Pringle? Pringle almost caught a beautiful diving catch. What's the depth chart? Who is the second best guy? Who is the third best guy? This team doesn't play like that, right? And apparently the two linemen that they played this week were better than the guys who have been playing all year, which – Begs the question, why haven't they been playing? <laughs> well, you know, you started this theme last year, Kevin, and I use it in other areas of life. You said sometimes the best question you can ask is, why? Well, why? why? <laughs> uh, well, these two guys, that, but we just put them in this week. Well, why? Why? Like, what? <laughs> why did you do that? What's, what's yeah, the reasoning yeah. behind it all? Yeah. Uh, is it because they're better? <laughs> they're better. <laughs> Why weren't they playing before that? You know, somebody exactly. has to make that decision. And exactly. It, it, yeah. It seems like every move this team has made the past couple of years, it's been to justify the decisions that they've made the best. And I, I remember saying this in the past, the best decisions that this regime has made since they've been here are the ones where they had no other choice. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> you know? yep. No, you've been consistent with that and it's proven out the last, you know, uh, the last few seasons. It's the Federal Football Report. He's Kevin Stanford. I'm Claude Jennings. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back to talk more about the Burgundy Gold and Gold. And, of course, we've got America's favorite uh, segment, Fake News or Not. It's coming up next. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, many who are in vulnerable populations, are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion? And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike out slavery. And we're sending out an SOS, because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable healthcare and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, In a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change, and generating possibilities for a student who will be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child regardless of race, income, or zip code, and to enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Hey, everybody, it's David and Nikki Nellis for Foodie and the Beast, the D.C. area's one and only food and wine variety show right here on 1500 AM. You want to know what's going on at the local restaurants, what the local chefs are doing and saying, except for the French chefs, I can never understand them, the vineyards, wine seminars, more. It's all right here on Foodie and the Beast. 
every Sunday morning at 11, right here on 1500 AM. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report, 1500 AM on the radio, anywhere where you get your fine podcast. Please share the show. Tell your friends and your families and coworkers all that stuff about it. Uh, he's Kevin Stanfield. I'm Claude Jennings. It is now time for fake news or not. It's time for fake news or not. Not, not, not. not, not. not Three not, segments not, 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 not. coming from Washington. Kevin, let me know whether it's fake or not. Kevin, statement number one. Ron Rivera days are limited here in Washington and Eric Bieniemy will not be the interim coach if Rivera is gone. Fake news or not? No, that that's fake news. That's fake news. They okay. have, they, I mean, these people, <laughs> I, I would say that you can't be that rich and be stupid, but we've seen <laughs> evidence to the contrary through the years, <laughs> but but I, I think that he knows enough about sports that he realizes that he just can't give the keys to this car to just anybody right now. Um, mm-hmm. He's going to have to uh, win over this fan base. He's going to have to show that he has a, a plan in place and, and to put anybody but be enemy in charge would, would be, it would be like a slap in the face, right? He sure can't put it, give the keys to Del Rio right now. This team is 30th out of 32 teams and points allowed. Let me repeat that. 30th, (laughs) 30th, three zero out of 32 teams and points allowed. I don't see why Del Rio is still here. (laughs) I I really don't. I see, you know, why it is a prime prime. Why? I don't know who else he would he could give it to. I mean, he couldn't just now, bring Kevin. But well, let me let me see this. Let me ask you this though. Suppose suppose Coach Ron is gone, right? At some point, and they do give it to Del Rio. What does that tell you about the team and the ownership? Interestingly, that that might not be such a far fetched idea because I did a little research and looked at. Um, uh, his ownership days in, in Philadelphia, and the NBA is a little bit different because mm-hmm. it's it's quite common for teams to tank, try to get a, a better lottery position in the NBA, and and at one point, uh, you know, prior to this era in '76s basketball, he he like gutted the team, right? He tried mm-hmm. to purposely tank, um, and it didn't really work out. It took years for them yes. to recover from that. Mm-hmm. And they just happened, they just happened uh, to get a, a resurgence from a off entry Joel Embiid. And, and so they're, they're a perennial playoff team now, but that took a, a, a quite, quite a long time. So I don't think it'll work that way in, in, in the NFL. Maybe uh, just because of the injury thing, you can just to step back to the chase young thing before, I think they had a perfect opportunity to just capitalize on the Chase Young hype pre-draft and just just trade for an RG3 type of trade. Because there were other teams at the time who were trying to make a big splash who needed a Chase Young. Mm-hmm. Um, and they had a perfect opportunity to solidify their team for a long time, and, and they rather go they went for the splash. And um, I, I think that having Del Rio as a, as the coach might allow him to do that. That might, maybe they'll guarantee uh, uh, a higher draft pick this year. Maybe he's shooting for that. Who knows? Mm-hmm. We don't know. We have no idea, but logic would dictate that Del Rio can't be here. All right. I mean, all right. Yeah. I mean, what do you think magic would say about that? <laughs> you know, I mean, I, I think, I think that that is, um, that, De- that Eric Benjamin would not be the next coach. I think that is fake news. I think that he would be. Um, and if he's not, I have no clue how they would justify that, uh, to the NFL community, to the commanders community. I just don't understand how that would be, how it would, you know, again, Del Rio, you know, so outside of so you, you took head, take head coach, take defensive coordinator, take offensive coordinator. Only one guy's been a part of a winning organization over the last five years, <laughs> and that's the enemy. The other two have have not. And so, how could you promote fire one and promote one who's been with the guy who's been losing 
over the one who's been winning. It, has, it wouldn't make any sense to me, but who knows? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Statement number two. Uh, you know, I love these memes on social media that says, uh, tell me, you know, you're, you know, a pumpkin spice fan without telling me you're a pumpkin spice fan. And someone's wearing like a sweater <laughs> at a pumpkin farm. Uh, tell this, tell me you're rebuilding without tell me you're, telling me you're rebuilding. The Montez Sweat and Chase Young move is the ownership of the commanders telling you that they're rebuilding without telling us that they're rebuilding. Fake news or not? Oh, uh, that's fake news. That's fake news. So they're not they're, rebuilding. They're, no, 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 no. They're telling you. <laughs> oh. <laughs> they're telling you. That, I know what you were trying to do, but yeah. no, they're, they're telling you up front. They're, they're telling you up front. And you know what? I have no problem with that except for the timing. Mm-hmm. There is so much football left right now. Yeah. So much football. You you're you're giving up is what you're doing. If you're mm-hmm. getting rid of your best players now, of course they're looking at it from the monetary aspect of re-signing these guys. And like we said earlier, it's not like they can't afford to do it. <laughs> Just pay them. If there's a yeah. fine, pay the <laughs> fine. What do you care? Right. <laughs> you right. know, right. cut one of your 76 players, use the money, <laughs> pay the well, fine. <laughs> and by the way, and if you win, make it up on the back end with jersey sales and ticket sales and concessions. You'll make it up. I, absolutely. Absolutely. Just charge two more for a Chase Young uh, jersey. But um, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're rebuilding. I guess they want to. Uh, I don't know how they can make that decision, though, after watching, like, three or four games, unless they have somebody go back and watch all the games in Rivera's career. Now, maybe they did that. I mean, if he paid me, I'd sit in the basement with the game film and watch the complete games over the past four seasons. I would do that (laughs) and then say, oh, man, these guys just ain't good enough. But, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, so you're saying what? not only are they rebuilding, they're cleaning house. Right. Because they got to change the coaching staff. They absolutely have to do that. There's no, they can't, except for Eric Bieniemy, who might be by throwing those 31 points up and showing what he can do with a Sam Howell. He might, uh, maybe he's telling the guys, if I do this with Howell, what do you think I can do with uh, Caleb Williams? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's, you know, or we can trade for Mahomes, like like in fantasy football. I'll trade right. you uh, a. <laughs> yeah, I'll we'll trade you a. Uh, yeah. Do a Herschel Walker type deal. Yeah, yeah. We'll send you off. Well, they already said, they should have sent. Chase and Montez to Kansas City. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. For yeah. uh for uh Mahomes, uh, uh uh Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Get all of them. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. And Taylor Swift. Get all of them. Get all of yeah. them. Yeah. But Del Rio, look, Del, yeah, well, hey, look, if if they name Del Rio the head, they fire Ron, make Del Rio the head coach. We're gonna stop what we're doing, whatever we're doing, do a show right then. <laughs> right. <laughs> right, yeah. At that oh, moment in time. <laughs> we would have to. We would have to. All right. Okay. So uh, fake final news, fake, uh, news. fake news or not question. Yeah, yeah. And we've been hinting at this. Uh, fake news or not, Ron Rivera makes it till the end of the season. Is that fake news or not? That was the fakest of fake news. Thing. He'll leave. <laughs> he just won't show up one day. He won't get fired. You know, he just won't um, come back to work. <laughs> he just won't come back. I mean, <laughs> he's just like, oh, uh, I didn't know about challenging. I didn't know it was an incomplete pass. Oh, I didn't know we were eliminated for the playoffs. Oh, I didn't know I had to come back to work. <laughs> I didn't know there were 17 games this year. I thought yeah, there was. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> when did they do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ron Rivera is a Cam Newton away from being just a mediocre coach in this league. <laughs> you know, that's that's a great point. I don't, I don't know if any, I don't, I, and, and again, with something else that I mentioned earlier in the show, you're the one that I've mentioned that so many times when I don't hear anyone else talking about that. Like there's so much um, honor and prestige given to him, maybe because how he was as a player and maybe even how he is as a person, as a man. Um, and even as, even as a coach, even though he hasn't won, that it seems to be attributed to him um, when really, like you said, he's one Cam Newton away from, well, what have you done outside of that? Let me talk <laughs> about Belichick and Brady. You know, you know what, what What has Rivera done outside of a Cam yeah. uh, Nothing. <laughs> Absolutely nothing, right? You know, he was on a – he was the uh, third – uh, or fourth linebacker on a well, no, he was the fourth linebacker because you had. And I'm talking about the of the Bears defense or the four. He was because you had Singletary, you had Otis Wilson, and you have uh, Wilbur Marshall. So Rivera was he wasn't even a starter, <laughs> I guess, on that team. He must have been the fourth. Maybe he, God, I know he was on those teams, but I don't think he was a star. I know he wasn't a star. The famous uh, 
the famous play where Daryl Green uh, caught the, uh, the, the ran the putt back uh, during the playoffs in the cold and broke uh, tore his ribs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rivera was on the field for that play, so mm-hmm. he was a special teams player. I mean, he he has a ring, but you know he's living off the legend too. Um, you know, I, and you know what? I, I really want to emphasize this point. These are not sour grapes as far as I'm concerned. I've said this about Rivera from the beginning. I gave him a pass That's when he true. came in. Well, well, well he, by the way, he, yeah. by, not only did we say this from the beginning, from that first game, we were confused with and with the Dwayne Haskins stuff as far as, well, late in the game, there were a few other things we were considering other than winning the game. Right. That is when this show started. And that was, I think that was his first season coaching. That's oh, yes. when this oh, yes. show was like, wait, 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 wait. What is it with this guy? What do you mean there's other things we're considering other than winning the game where we're making certain calls towards the end of, the, of a close game? You know, Adrian Peterson said, <laughs> he said, up until the moment he was cut, Rivera told him he was the starter. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He thought in his mind that he was a starter. So he was just dumbfounded, right? You know, so, yeah, I, like I said, I gave him a pass. Nothing but respect. The man, you know, beat cancer. So I gave him a pass that first year. After that, it all bets were off. And he's just, he has not proven to be what they thought he was going to be. You know? Yeah. It was, it yeah. Was, I will say this. I think, I, I think the, I think that maybe Rivera not making it to the end of the season it's fake news. I don't remember how I posed the statement. Maybe it was he will make it. If, it, if yeah, the statement yeah. is he will make it to the end, I think that that's fake news. If he won't make yeah. it to the end, that is fake news. He, I, th- I think that he will make it to the end is what I'm saying. So, but here's why. Because I agree with your your uh, news from the last statement that the team is rebuilding. And right. if you're going to d- dedicate yourself to rebuilding, why go into a temporary situation with a coach unless they're convinced that uh, Eric Bieniemy or Daria, I don't know why they would do Daria, would be the coach going into next year. Why would you shake that up? If you're going to rebuild, let this guy finish out, cut players, move players around, do whatever you got to do just to end the season. And then you start with a whole new situation. I don't, I don't see why um, if you, it, it, and again, this is my opinion, totally based on the fact that I think that they are trying to rebuild. So Go ahead and rebuild and just keep him around. Why not? He's under contract, paying whatever you got to pay him. You don't have to do any kind of PR stuff or any kind of, you know, try to find a new coach or interim coach and answer questions about that. Let him coach the team until the end of the season and then move on after that. Yeah, yeah. I, I just think that you're dealing with an organization where too many players are trying too hard and and sure. it's it's going to be tough to see the thing that you worked so hard for, well, most of most of them worked so hard for, there's a there's a, a core element who thought that they would be in practice too hard. You know, maybe right. it was chasing, maybe it was chasing Montez. Right, 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 right. <laughs> but, but no, but it was offensive players. That, 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 wait a minute. So yeah, let's get that. It wasn't them. So I, I, I feel for the players that they were pretty much given up on. Well, and by know, the way, you I, and I, I don't talk see about how. this. Or organizations tank. Players don't. They go out right, exactly. every day to try to win. They're not going out there like, oh, we just want players hard because we're trying to lose. Players don't do that. Exactly. Players go out there you, and they play see... every down their hardest. Yeah. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, you're going to see a fight this coming game because somebody's just going to let it all out. Hopefully they let it out on the Patriots <laughs> <laughs> as, as opposed to each other, right? Yeah, you we know, don't want to repeat Allen... the, jo- the Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne sideline yeah, thing right. from know, like last I, year. I kind of wish that had happened, though. <laughs> I kind of wish Deron had poked him in the head a couple more times and straightened him out, you know. Like I said, I've, I've uh, the, the Jonathan Allen with the Del Rio comments put him in a place, in my professional opinion, <laughs> that I thought that he was uh, – <laughs> Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I understand. I get it. I get yeah. it. I get it. If you get it, you get it. Right, right. If right, you right. get it, you get it. It's the Federal Football right, right. Report on 1500 AM. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield. We'll come back and we'll preview the Patriots game. And um, I'm also going to ask Kevin about his favorite candy because and favorite candy for Halloween, and then also his favorite scary movie because Kevin is a movie review reviewer. And he just knows a lot of stuff about a lot of things. So that's coming up next on the Federal Football Report. Hi, I'm Albert Pujols. And I'm Deidre Pujols. And we made it our mission to strike out slavery. Did you know that millions of people, 
Many who are in vulnerable populations are caught in this nightmare of violence, fraud, and coercion. And during a crisis like the pandemic, even more innocent people are at risk of falling victim to human trafficking. Sometimes we all take true freedom for granted. Freedom to live our life. The freedom to pursue our dreams. The freedom to watch and play baseball. But for far too many, basic freedom has been torn away, often violently and often targeting those most vulnerable among us. That's why we made it our mission to strike our slavery. And we're sending out an SOS because freedom is worth fighting for. Join us. Join baseball fans. Join the fight against human trafficking. Go to strikeoutslavery.com. Every two minutes, a woman in the U.S. is diagnosed with breast cancer. And in that split-second moment in time, her life changes forever. The toll of breast cancer is great. The need to support those who are battling the disease today is even greater. And that's why when others look away, Susan G. Komen leans in. We're fighting alongside patients because we know one moment can change a lifetime. Fighting breast cancer takes funding for research to discover the next new treatment, providing access to quality and affordable health care, and people willing to take action by raising funds and raising their voice to advocate for others. United by hope, we can end breast cancer. Join our fight. Save lives. The future depends on teachers. Every day, teachers are shaping our tomorrows, starting their students on journeys that will change the course of history. Right now, in a classroom somewhere in the United States, there's a teacher inspiring a future scientist who will make preventing pandemics their life's work, sharpening the mind of an aspiring environmentalist who will help combat climate change and generating possibilities for a student who'll be the first in their family to graduate college. It all starts with teachers who meet challenges with creativity, who reinvent education for the future, who work towards a school system that lifts up every child, regardless of race, income, or zip code, and who enable the full potential of our students, our communities, and our country. Explore a career that leaves a legacy you can be proud of. Shape the future. Teach. Learn more and receive free support at teach.org. Welcome back to the Federal Football Report. I'm Claude Jennings. He's Kevin Stanfield, segment number three. Kevin, it is Halloween as we are recording this, and people will likely listen to it after Halloween. And if so, okay. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. Uh, So let's talk a little bit about Halloween candy. Your, I don't know, top three maybe. What what are your top three? First of all, let me change uh, change uh, course on you a little bit. Hey, we renamed it. It's now Halloween. Halloween. Because it's Halloween. Because it okay. seems to be everything. Everybody who's rooting for this team cares about is Sam Howell. Oh. So I've renamed it a Halloween. <laughs> you know. Okay. Let me let me throw this in there. I threw a joke out on Twitter. It was a joke, and I'm sure you'll understand it. And they were talking about. Uh, Howell and Brissett. Oh, Brissett's no good. You got to play Howell. And I threw it. I said, well, Howell is a heck of an athlete, but Jacoby Brissett, <laughs> Jacoby Brissett is a very intellectual player. <laughs> <laughs> Intellectually, Brissett gets it. Howell's yes. got the yeah the athleticism. He's yeah, very the athleticism. Athletic. <laughs> yeah. and, and you'd be surprised at how many people did not understand what I was talking about. Because they're idiots. <laughs> Yeah, they're idiots. I don't understand how do you how can you say that? You know, but yeah. anyway, what do you mean? Yeah, it's obvious that, that Kevin. What do you mean? It's <laughs> obvious that Howell is a cerebral one and yeah, yeah, the athlete. Yeah, oh, people gosh. just don't get it. You know, sarcasm <clears throat> bites. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So anyway, favorite Halloween candy? I believe is that what you asked me? You asked me about the movie first. Yeah, Which well, we, we your top your top three candies, and then we'll go to movies. And I'm gonna give you my top. Well, three. You, you know, uh, just seasonally, seasonally. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm a fan of uh, the circus peanuts. Uh, okay. I don't know what they're made of or what how you can describe them, but if you don't, if you know where they are, they're big orange things that have peanut stamp on them. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know mm-hmm. what the flavor is. They're kind of spongy. They're, they're halfway between hard and soft, right? But I kind of like those. They're seasoned. 
she's a liberal. Take me back to a time of, of days gone by, right? Right. Um, <laughs> I, I like candy corn, right? You know, yeah, same okay. reason. So if you know what mm-hmm. that is, right? Especially mm-hmm. the chocolate candy corn. It tastes just like the other one, but it looks dark brown, right? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> same flavor, different color. <laughs> Isn't that a social message for us today in America? It, it, maybe it is. It, it all know, tastes the same. Thing. They just color differently. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a matter of upbringing, man. Uh, upbringing. <laughs> So those two, and and uh, and you know, I I I don't really have it's it's a tie for everything else, right? I know. Okay. I don't like it's, it's what, it's what like you say about them. NFL players, where you have a couple great players, <laughs> exactly. and everybody else is pretty the same, pretty much the same. Exactly, exactly. That's what the can. That's my candy uh, rating. <laughs> that's exactly right. Okay, so my candy rating is as follows. I've got to go with Twix. Is my top. I love Twix. Okay, all right. Then, I, then I've got to go Reese's Peanut Butter Cups for my second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And in an upset, and what many people may think is uh, weird or wild, I'll go candy corn for my third. I didn't know you like candy. I love. I, I think candy corn's fine. I don't know why people give it yeah, such a bad. I, I mean, I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't understand their hate towards candy corn. It's good. Now, I, I I've never had the it. chocolate candy corn or the darker colored candy uh-huh. corn. But I'm willing to bring it. Yeah, it yeah. Like the, yeah, if it tastes like the other one. Yeah, just a, now, I stumbled across a chocolate mint Kit Kat the other week. I haven't seen one since, but okay. that was an eye-opener. You know? Yeah. If, if, yeah. <laughs> I like Kit Kat. You know what? I am tempted to move candy corn to four to put Kit Kat at three. Well, I mean, you got it's Halloween, man. You, gotta, you can't, you know, you got to have a reason, right? You're not trying right. to... To blow up your roster, right? <laughs> right. right. Increase right. your candy, right. your your Halloween candy draft uh, uh, status. Right? You know. There you go. All right, horror movies. What do you got? I re- I wanted to know if you ever saw uh, the original uh, The Blob with Steve McQueen. Yes. Have you ever seen that? Yes, and I'm a fan of it. Yes. Yes. <laughs> so you know, it's, it's crazy because my so my mom doesn't do it much anymore. My mom, I mean, go figure. You know, my mom changed from her mid-30s. Now she's in her early 60s. She's changed a lot. But she used yeah, to yeah, love yeah. horror movies. She hates them now. She will not watch it. She's, uh, I guess, inside, she's just a little too sensitive to the stuff. But, yeah, we watched The Blob, all that stuff. All of it. Yeah, yeah, cool. Do you remember an old school movie? Do you remember The Basket Case? Yes, yes, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. I remember yeah, that. that. It was crazy. It was weird. But, yeah, those uh, dude had, like, the, the thing growing out of his side, but he carried around a basket to cover it. Do you remember the killer clowns from outer space? Uh, yes, I remember yeah. all. Yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I've, I've been uh, revisiting that on, on cable as of late. Uh, I, I think of... Uh, I think that uh, what movie did I see? I saw a movie the other day. I wanted to ask you about it. Of course, all the original Frankenstein movies, the ones with Boris Karloff. Mm-hmm. You know, I, oh, you, thank you, you by the way. It was last year where you told me I've got to go back to watch the original uh, Count Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, yeah, Dracula. Dracula. Yeah, and I did. And I did. And you're right. Follow the storyline. It's not like those thrashers and stuff, but you follow it. I loved it. I loved it. Might watch yeah, it tonight. Yeah, it's cool. Might watch it. Tonight. <laughs> it's cool. I love it, uh, especially in a dark room because there's no there's no uh, uh, soundtrack. It's right, just right. the sound mm-hmm. of the room, right? You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. It, it's cool. But th- there's been a couple of uh, um, I don't know if you call them horror movies. A lot of them are science fiction. Like I love Pitch Black. I love okay. Vin Diesel. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I love that movie. That's one I watch over and over again. One of the movies that got to me the most was uh, Cabin in the Woods. I don't okay, know why yeah. that movie. Mm-hmm. It's sort of. It was so. I mean, it's, I mean, the, the directness of you know basing everything they do on 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 man's basic fears, whatever the yeah. worst thing that you could fear, that's what they made happen. You know that mm-hmm. that, that that kind of bothered me, right? You know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I think I've only. I mean, now because you know I don't know why, but I've only watched that movie one time. I do know why because it bothered me. Because <laughs> it bothered you. Yeah. You know what? Yeah, Here's what's interesting. So for me. Give me all day the classics. Give me Halloween, the Halloween series with Michael Myers. Give me, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street with Freddy. Give me Friday 13th yeah, yeah, yeah. with Jason. I'll take all those. those. Those are the ones that I love. But I think the one that bothers me the most, like you said, with Cabin in the Woods, the one that bothers me the most is the Saw series. Because yeah. there's something about torture that I'm just like, ah. Uh, you know, I'd rather someone with a mask jumps out and stabs someone in the yeah. head. 
I, that's, that's what I'd rather see than someone yeah, chained yeah, yeah. up to like the wall and it's stretching you unless you cut open your rib cage and take out a key. <laughs> yeah, like I, I can't, or someone enclosing you in a thing and squishing you because you made the wrong decision into what, you know, yeah. hallway to go down. I don't want to, that's just too, it's just, it's, it's, it's too much. It's torture. Is yeah. Too much. And, and, and then the concept of the bad guy, Constantly winning, you know. That's, that's after Always a while, winning. I'm getting tired of that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And there's a new there's one, Saw 10. 10. Now. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, you know. And I'm cool. And I'm, and again, I'm cool with horror movies. I just don't want to. I'm, I'm, I'm over the Saw stuff, you know. And yeah. I, and and yeah. the last one that I saw might have been, I guess, four or something like that. Whatever the one when he was almost dying and someone kind of took over for him and yeah, a saw guy had his wife's head <laughs> shot off because he thought if he killed him, yeah. You know? And it was like that one was all right but just some of the torture stuff i'm just like yeah that's that's too close yeah it's too yeah, close yeah. to real life i'm you know we don't need to see torture let's just see a guy jump out or a girl jump out and take a chainsaw and cut someone's head off like that that's <laughs> yeah, better yeah, just than, a shot ah, and everybody goes, ah, yeah yeah so then yeah so making when you go and you hear noise what's that i hear downstairs let me go yeah, check yeah. i'm taking a baseball bat with me when i go yeah, exactly <laughs> honey, does your wife say honey honey I hear a noise. Go check it out. <laughs> you, know, you know, usually Sierra is sound asleep. Nothing wakes her up. It's Manny knocking on the door like, Dad, I think I hear something down there. <laughs> and I get a golf club and got to go downstairs and see what's yeah, going on. Yeah, you know, because I figure in this day of, of, of equality for women, you know, maybe she should go and, and yeah. you know, check it out. You know, call me if you need me, right? Right, right. Yeah, yeah. You know, you've got this covered. you got this covered. Yeah. So speaking of torture, there is another Commanders game coming up this weekend. Uh, they played they play the Patriots. Oh, so uh, how do you see this one playing out? Like, we don't even know as of yet who's actually going to be on the team. I mean, two <laughs> top defensive ends traded. How do you see this whole thing working out? Well, uh, I've, I've stated that the nickname of the commander's defense should be the, the vaccine because – uh, they seem to fix whatever's ailing opposing offenses, right? <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. whatever's ailing them, they, they all automatically find themselves uh, curates. I, I think that uh, this is going to be an emotional game. I'm, I'm hoping that they, the players take it upon themselves to channel that emotion in, in a positive way. The offense scored 31 points. The defense allowed 38 last week. And, mm -hmm. and at some point, they're going to have to take it among them, upon themselves and say, hey, look, I'm tired of being the Trump in this scenario. <laughs> you know? Right, right, you know? right, right. I mean, you know, you can't blame Emmanuel Forbes. He was dealing with A.J. Brown, one of the best receivers in the game today. But at mm -hmm. some point, he's going to have to say, well, hey, A.J. Brown, you're dealing with Emmanuel Forbes. <laughs> you know? right, yeah. It's going to have to be a... a as our good friends say, it's going to have to become a manhood issue. Um, mm -hmm. And I'm hoping that I, I believe they'll do it. So I'm, I'm looking at um, I'm looking at a, a 27, uh, 17 uh, commanders victory. Yeah, I think this is going to play out the way a lot of uh, the Patriots games have played out uh, in the last two seasons. I think that, they, you know, they're not going to be a pushover. They'll keep it close. But I just think that they don't have enough firepower. Like, I don't think the Patriots can score 31 points on this team with even without Chase Young and Montez Sweat. I think they can't do it. Um, but that's – I'm also saying that without seeing a game without both Montez Sweat and Chase Young. And so and so we'll see. But I do think that this is a close game. But I think the commanders um, pull it out. You know, and, and we'll see. We'll see. One way or, the, or, or another, uh, whether they pull it out or not, we'll be back next week with more Federal Football Report to talk about this team, no matter who's on it. You can rest assured <laughs> that Kevin will be here, and I will be here, and uh, Coach Ron may not. We don't know who else won't be here. We don't but, know. But we'll be here. And uh, as of now, at 3.59 on your Tuesday, no other deals have been made. But that could change in a matter of 60 seconds. And we'll be back next week to talk about it on the Federal Football Report. <laughs> 